What is up, everyone? This is Space Lounge, episode one. Yeah, this is our first uh, episode of a podcast. We'll be doing covering XRPL updates, crypto updates in general, NFT community talks, and special guests such as today we have joining us Philip Michael. Philip Michael from Nice. He's actually going to be minting a collection with a lot of use case. He runs an app and he's going to come tell us more about it right now. Absolutely. Um, this is going to be a space to talk about crypto in a very casual and digestible way for all sorts of audiences. We're going to try to keep it light, keep it fun. Oh, there he is. Philip, how are you? Hey, how's it hey, going? Man. We're doing really good, really good. Happy to have you come on today. So, we wanted you to tell us about your app and everything you've been working on. Yeah, literally this podcast is going to be like a casual talk about crypto just for people that are new to the space. And maybe let's uh, start with a question about how did you start it with your project, the NICE so, project? So uh, when the whole pandemic happened, as you saw, there was a lot of uh, frantic media attention. Everybody's saying, oh my God, we're all going to die. We're all going to lose our homes. We're all going to go broke and this and that. And when you have a lot of people that bring all that, uh, I call it negative energy, really. I wanted to at least bring some positive, uh, some positive energy to the situation. So I decided to start putting out videos on Instagram. I only had friends and fa family following me. And I said, look, yes, the situation we're in is not ideal, but this is where we are. How do we make the best of it? In life, you always got to find a way to make the best of whatever situation you're in. Marisha, you have a, you have a bad foot. You say, okay, that just means I'm more stationary to then get more done in this position. Oh, having that positive mindset, which fuels and feeds a growth mindset, create opportunities for others that you're seeing in catastrophe. So that's how it really started. And then I decided to, because people were so worried about their financial futures and all the uncertainty, I said, it was a great opportunity to start highlight the importance of investing, which I've been doing for a while. So I decided to take a piece of my real estate portfolio. At the time, it was, we had around, uh, I think it was $57 million in the terminal value of the projects we were building. They were still under construction. And I decided to take a small portion of that and sell it to, and, and, and sell it to the public in $100 pieces. Turned out that we got a, a record amount of interest. We created more uh, first-time real estate owners of color. We set a record for the fastest uh, real estate company to, um, to hit a million dollars in what's called micro shares through this regulation where you can micro sell shares. to the public at large. And, and it's actually quite similar to how NFTs work where you take a small piece and to own a, a part of a bigger something. It's, it's, it's almost like fractionalized. Yeah, fractionalizing. Right. right. And that's how we started. And I realized in that process that, look, even though the uh, media was largely controlled by older people or corporations are full of fear, largely, and, 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 and these uh, apocalyptic outlooks, I realized that there was a large portion of this new psychographic profile of Gen Z, of all colors, but specifically of color as well, Hispanics, Blacks, everything, and then even people internationally, even as far as India, they go, you know what? We've had a ton of promises all throughout our early childhoods. We've seen the millennials, you know, being credit card debt, student loan debt. This is not working. We're tired of waiting for somebody to come save us. We got us. Nobody's going to come save us. We're going to do this ourselves. So you see a lot of people going into crypto, trying to just figure it out, going into investing with Robinhood, just trying to figure out how to set this um, set the stage and the foundation for their financial future. So that's how nice really came about. And it wasn't because I was trying to write a trend. It was really because of the pandemic. I said, look, let's offer something positive And it's a great opportunity to highlight the importance of investing. Now we just created a whole uh, whole movement really around that. And, and then crypto and NFTs became for the 
same reason, really, people are just looking for ways to to be a part of what's happening in the future, to invest. And I feel as though even though we have a marketplace where people can own and we have assets that people can own, and we put up most of the money, by the way. And so that's 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 the comfort level that we want investors to have. Look, if you lose one hundred dollars, it means we, we lose many, many, many times more. And, and that's that's what I thought was really, really interesting that we could create that and you see the trend go in that direction. So that's how nice really came to be. And we really want to be that number one, the gateway drug to wealth, but also the largest retail investor network in the entire world. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. And I got to say, I love all your social media, your Twitter, your Instagram. It's also positive about mindset, manifestation and creating your own like reality. You know, I'm really about that as well. So I I like I super like all your all your um, posts, socials. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like Philip was saying, he has a bit of an eco- ecosystem going, you know, that's where the compatibility with NFTs goes. You have a community yeah. and you have multiple touch points, right? You have an app that you're building, um, a marketplace, yep. the social media. And I just wanted to ask you, how are you translating all of this Web 2 ecosystem into Web 3? How am I doing that? Okay, so a couple ways I want to address that. So one of the things that we're building with the app right now is a place where we usually have one property open at a time. People can go in and invest. We have a partner platform called WeFunder because they're SEC registered and so on and so forth. So we're compliant. The next uh, the next feature in our product roadmap inside the app is where you can actually trade in and out of your positions. Where, whereas real estate was is an illiquid asset class, you can't really trade in and out of those because it's you just got to wait for the asset to sell or you refinance, you take the money out. In this case, people can trade in and out just like a stock. Now they can buy it, but also they can trade it. A second part of that to your question is the tokenization of the assets where we bring in that component to it. So yes, in terms of how we're getting into this, you said Web3 and crypto blockchain and so on and so forth, is that taking the, 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 the potential of the technology, all the good parts of the technology, removing the volatility that comes with a lot of the speculative altcoins and what you see, but just bring in the technology to increase the existing product to to just create more transparency around the underlying assets, which are our 2000 companies that we own, to bring that in there to sort of bridge the best of both worlds. And I think that was the objective. When we talk about Web2, look, look at how media was before. It was radio, print, and TV. Then the internet came in. The old the old school, they went, they said the same thing. No, no one's going to read online. They want the, they want the, uh, they want the newspaper. They didn't take it seriously. And then they got leapfrog they got surpassed by every other digital player and history tends to to repeat itself and i think there are elements of that i'm not saying these some of these terrible altcoins are going to be the future but i think the technology absolutely will do that and that's why i think it's such a good way to sort of bring it into the next generation of investors asset owners people that are planning for the next 50 years of their financial future to bringing the rep3 components to add to what we're already doing. Because at the end of the day, real estate is a tangible asset we need. You guys are sitting under a roof somewhere. If you're working in an office, you're you're in a piece of commercial real estate where you sleep, it's a piece of real estate. So the value of that asset is never going to go away. Even with the metaverse, you're not gonna, you're gonna freeze if you sit outside and your metaverse alter ego has a house, you're still gonna freeze to death if you don't have a roof. <laughs> so, so just keep that in mind. And that's why I think the underlying asset compounded with the technological upside of what we have from web3 blockchain mm-hmm. is really going to take us into the to, to the next generation into the next phase of of a financial service that's what makes me so excited about what, what you guys are doing what we're doing and how we're doing it together exactly right Absolutely. like 
we focus on tokenization and all these things that that you're you're talking about so i think that's why it's uh, such a great collaboration and we're super excited for for the project coming up we're gonna start with an nft uh drop from nice do you want to tell us more about that hell yeah absolutely so one of the things that i always see and when people get excited about something i don't know if you've seen this 10 20 years ago when they had the the wolf of wall street with the pump and dump schemes you would see the you'd see the asset go the guy who predicted Amazon says this stock is going to be the next whatever, whatever. I said, okay, if you bought into Amazon before knowing, that means it was one out of t it was one good bet out of ten. So he's basically like every other venture capital investor. So he's supposed to believe this. It's just easy for people to jump into those traps. These obscure stocks that no one had ever heard of. You see a lot of that with the altcoins. I was driving through Brooklyn a few months ago, and I saw the side of this building. They have taken out this mural, so they gotten some street art on there, and it said, invest in this coin, invest today, get rich tomorrow, which is super illegal to say. And yeah. people fall for it, you know, that type of thing. And it's very important as you, as people come in because they have interest, it is on all of us here to make sure that we give them the responsible information to know, look, why is this valuable? What's the underlying asset? Without NFTs, uh, and, and to your point, this is how I'm gonna ask you the question, is that not only are we giving fractionalized ownership into how we manage our assets, but into our community. What we do is look, people can own a piece of real estate, but in addition to that, they then become part of a larger community where we have, as you discussed, Marisha, with what I'm doing on social, we have mastermind groups, coaching myself and my nephew, you know, the, the, the Barcelona player, come in and literally talk to, we call it our uh, investor tribe, our tribe, talk to, the people that are a member of our community tell them about goal setting, how he got to where he was, how how literally manifested his way to Barcelona. It's something we did through this visualization goal setting process. And people can think it's crazy, but you can just look at the results and it'll tell you it is what it is. It's like defies reality. He was he was signed when it was technically illegal to not illegal, where you weren't allowed to sign players outside a transfer window, and there was a loophole that happened that got him there which is just insane. So anyway, so stuff like that, you give access, you get them access to not only our assets, but also our community where they get access to us, meeting us and having, a, a, like I said, a tribe of like-minded people that are just on that same wave. You guys know this, you hang out with, you hang out with four millionaires, what happens? You become the fifth. You hang out with four drunks, well, guess what? You can start drinking a lot more. You hang out with four or five healthy people, and so on and so forth. And that's really what we want to do. And it sets the stage for in the future. One of the perks, of course, of our NFT is that once we've once we launch, uh, I'm not gonna spend too much time talking about that today, but our nice coin, what we want to do with our nice coin is number one, give access to our ecosystem so they can buy, so it has that value. Number two, the value of the coin will be tied to not quite like a stable coin, but kind of close to the value of our underlying asset base, which is our real estate. So we try to recreate, just like any stock, it has a value based on how the company is doing. A real estate building has the value that comes from how well it's performing in terms of leasing and how much rent is collecting. That's the same thing we want to do with our NFTs as the community grows. So hopefully will the NFT. And at the very least, even if it doesn't grow one bit, you get access to the community, which other people would have to pay for pay up to a couple of thousand dollars a year to get the mentoring, the workshop for me and Martin. And then the people that have a piece of the NFT, even if the NFT does nothing, even if it just takes and goes to zero, 
you still will have one because you will get a better deal than if we go out and sell it on the open market. It's a way of doing it. Like we're all about the technology as well, right? We're not financial advisors. And I, I think this is one of the ways Web3 is like making better the ecosystem you already have in Web2 by providing efficiency or you said yeah. transparency. People will be able yeah. to see like all of the transactions, all the proof of the project is growing. And it's not like you're trying to sell them something. It's more like you're trying to grow together, right? And also the media, I was gonna, I was gonna mention like media right now, the market's been down. It's playing like that role at, uh, as 20 years ago when the internet started to become popular. Yep. There were some articles that said, uh, is this the end of the internet? Because people were starting to use it less and so on. And I think we're at that point where NFTs, like some media is like, oh, crypto is gonna die. NFTs are gonna be history. Yeah. It's the dot-com bubble kind of thing. And now mm -hmm. we're entering a kind of like a crypto winter. It's been, it's been a bit of a downtrend for a while. And the media kind of like, I mean, the big guys don't want you to be buying at the bottom, you know? The big guys want to buy themselves. So they kind of, the media is very manipulated. So you can't just trust one source and just kind of fall into that. You got to really do your own research. And when you're investing into things, really have done the research before you invested. So then when, like you've done your research and you believe in something, so then you're not so nervous and maybe you can continue to dollar cost average in mm -hmm. during the downtrends rather than selling into fear. Right. But when you take, just take a look at how history again tends to repeat itself. When there's a lot of spec based on, oh my God, look at all the opportunities that can come from internet now becoming a normalized part of our lives altogether. And as you sort of figure that out and you honestly is like, hey, they, this new technology is so great. What's the best use case for it? So they throw a bunch of stuff against the wall, hoping that it'll stick. But ultimately everything we do now, now we can collaborate across borders via Zoom. We can consume information in short form, long form, via YouTube or the internet, even social media networks. So obviously all the excitement that existed 20 years ago was justified. So it's just a matter of seeing where's the best use case and the people that got it wrong, they'll be eliminated from the marketplace and the people that then have the right use case that have it. So you see a lot of them don't have a use case at all. You see some mm -hmm. of the artwork where it, see, it clearly seems like, okay, somebody was trying to move some money into something because some of these prices are just too crazy and this is just a way it can escape it and it's painting the picture that there's this crazy demand for certain things that don't really exist you always got to look at what's the use case what's the underlying value and what's the part what's the community part that gives you access the problem that it's solving and the technology then i believe you have a winner so i was looking at it from that state, but okay if i can't see the common sense in this and if, if a 12 year old can't understand, like a car, anybody can understand, a kid can understand a car, it takes you from A to B. Doesn't have to know mm -hmm. how the engine works, doesn't have any other, just knows it takes you from A to B. A lot of people can't do that with NFTs because they're more so blinded by the, distracted rather, by all those big numbers, and they can't really figure out how does it fit. And again, what's the use case? What problem does it solve? What does it give you access to? Where is the value? So that's how I approach it. And I see you guys approach that too. With, with, with the stuff that you do. And I just love all the ways that you're solving the pain points and the friction with a lot of the people that want to get into the crypto NFT space, but don't understand, wait, I have to go pick up this cryptocurrency and pay gas fees here to then come in here, pay gas fees there. Send it from a DEX to, a, yeah. So that's what we're trying to eliminate. And like you said, we're trying to onboard projects like yourself that bring value, that bring use case. And that's why we were super excited about your launch. And let us let us know when, when it's going to go live. I believe the date is May 30. 
uh, could be sooner. Wow, uh, it's coming uh, soon. Yeah. End of the month again. Uh, we have Perfect. some really cool stuff. Yeah. We have stuff that reflects my nephew, that reflects myself. Different type of things they give access to. Some give really, really high end access. Get to hang out with us for a whole day this summer. That's one of the things. The cat's out the, out of the bag. There, you get to hang out with us. You want another one has the perk where you can ride around with me while I do the business deals. Go down and check out our properties, things of that nature. Get access to coaching. Long-term coaching, the mastermind groups to our whole community, our tribe, which you know there are there are boot camps, workshops, these different cohorts. That's what it'll get access to. So you get crazy value regardless. You get pre preferred access to our investments, which sell out super fast. So you're guaranteed spots and things like that. So people get something out of it for absolute sure. But to your question, uh, the end of this month we should have a drop. And we're hoping, really hoping people will like it. I'm excited about the artwork. I think it's really, really cool. I think, I think it'll be cool. What do you guys think with the with the whole community? Are they ready for this? Are they ready to be uh, to be wealth hackers and go out yeah, and get a million at the end of the decade? Yeah, bro, it's dope <laughs> for sure. Um, I've seen some of the artwork, some sneak peeks that you sent me, and I think it'll be doing great in the marketplace. So thanks for coming on, Philip, um, and we'll we'll help you market the the collection when it comes out we can share with our community and i'm sure it'll do great yes absolutely tell all you guys out there uh the, the the technological future is all the nexus of that lies within the crypto space that's 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 a given money is always going to be there as a means of 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 uh of exchange of goods and services we need that it's just the system has just been there's just been doing it the old school way, way, resting on his laurels because they can. So much friction there. It takes forever to send money. It costs, it costs you money to send money. It's, it's difficult to do. And it's, it's just time for a new generation to bring in a new way of doing things. I'm excited that we can help contribute to that um, evolution. Not saying that we're going to try to take on the financial systems, but just how can we do it in a more efficient way? Love what you guys are doing there. I'm excited to contribute to it in my own little way. And can't wait to see what next. See what's next. Thank you so much for joining us this episode. First episode, golden guest, truly. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll see you for the NFT drop soon. Yes, indeed. See you then, guys. We'll be in touch. Bye, Philip. All right. So that was our first guest at the Space Lounge. Truly a golden interview. I really enjoyed talking to Philip. He has a lot of experience in his field and also trying to jump on web3 now we have a, another segment prepare where we talk about xrpl updates in particular yes xls20 the proposal status has changed uh, i just read an article ripple validators vote in favor of xls20 amendment we're almost there now it's just up for votes as soon as the validators uh vote for xls20 we're going live at, uh sologenic marketplace is fully ready to integrate the technology as soon as it gets released voted we can migrate over and all your NFTs will be able to migrate over to XLS20. We'll have we'll have all the new features. Can you tell us about the new features? Yeah, no, I think uh, the key thing to say there is we're going to release a more detailed documentation to see specifically what it brings. But I would say the main feature is royalties, of course, uh, being able to assign a percentage to the Minter's address and to other addresses that will receive the royalty payment from secondary sales without the need of creating a trust line. Also, right now we have a limit of sales uh, that's a, a ledger limit of NFTs for sale. 
that's also going to be solved with XLS20. You're going to be able to put as many NFTs as you want for sale. And yeah, like I said, we will be releasing a more detailed documentation along with a lot of projects and uh, maybe a tutorial on how to do a migration, but I'm sure it's going to be very easy and it's not going to have any cost. That's why we know for sure. Awesome. Uh, another update, XRPL. I think there's a lot of people looking into stable coins and bringing a stable coin to the XRPL. So that's going to be big. You'll be able to have... Uh, trading pairs with the US dollar rather than uh, just everything XRP. So right now, if you go on the, most of the DEXs on the ledger, they'll be just trading pairs with XRP. But uh, I've heard that there's stable coins coming. So that's exciting news too. So let me get it straight. You will be able to hold stable coins on because right now I see them, but there's no liquidity, right? So yeah, right, right, right. So you need to get someone issuing a stable coin and do it natively. Like you can bridge stable coins over now at the moment. You could just use the bridge and send them over from another chain, for example, Binance. Um, but uh, but I think the XRP ledger, what really needs is uh, a native stable native stable coin, coin that's okay. issued on the XRPL. So it doesn't have to be a wrapped item coming in from the bridge, third custody, third-party custody and you, you you solve a lot of issues you we just need a stable coins coming directly from the xrp ledger and that's that's underway as the last segment of our podcast we have a bit of a brief of the market conditions uh in the latest date so mauricio please yeah absolutely it? uh market conditions and comparison our uh, newest hire in business development nico uh was doing research to for the podcast specifically and he found some really cool comparisons between 2018 and now so yeah I'll, I'll just go through that quickly uh so in 2018 bitcoin dropped from 20,000 to 3,000 that's an 85 percent drop now bitcoin has gone from 69 to 26k so that's 65 percent down it's similar there um we had the bitconnect drop which was 90 yeah there's a big scam big connect scam there then that kind of ties into like the luna drop that we just had it just depegged 99 that had some other effects on the market there was a lot of uh but it's different right like the, the luna thing wasn't wasn't a scam or do you think it was yeah it's just a similarity of like how big projects at the time just like went to zero basically overnight yeah you you never really know what happened i mean i was holding Luna. that hurt that really hurt but <laughs> It is what it is, you know? I'm here for the tech. <laughs> uh, well, it's not just the crypto market has been down, you know. Um, and also, this is, a, this is a cool data I found. Like, for example, technology we use every day, like Spotify, has dropped 56% in one year. And if you compare it to similar technology that is in Web3, for example, Audius, which is the music distribution tool uh, based on... Ethereum Solana, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it has gone up at 20, almost 20% in the same year. So we're seeing like trends that makes makes sense, you know, like, but at the same time, both markets are going through a, a rough time. Yeah, but it, it is not just the crypto market. Like, as you said, um, it's definitely uh, macroeconomics. It's the whole every market has been struggling um, in the past like two, two months. Uh, the last month actually was the worst month in the stock market since 2008. Since uh, the crash. Yeah, wow. since the big crash. So um, it's definitely not just crypto that's struggling. Um, it's, it's, it's markets across the board. Uh, yeah. Another uh, similarity is that the Fed also raised interest hikes in 2018 and they just did now. That's the second thing. And they've been very large hacks. Hacks to date. It was the Coincheck Inc. Five, for 500 million. Right now, we just had the, the wormhole bridge a few months ago. 
with the, the wrapped ETH to Solana and the running network uh, hack, which was, that was 615 million, even more. That was the platform powering Axie Infinity. So, it got hacked? Yeah, big hack there. So so those are another similarities. Another one is they had the, in 2018, they had the CME futures launch. And now this year we had the ETF futures launch. Yeah, that's kind of a breakdown and both happened two years before the next halving. So kind of same timing as well. And yeah, I mean, that's it for now. It's been a good podcast. Yeah, no, honestly, I'm very happy with the interview with Philip. I, I find that those projects really are going to set the path for the future of our NFT marketplace. Utility base, we're going to use case. We are not getting tired of saying that every podcast, but we're going to be demonstrating it as we go. Wanted to say we're going to be doing spaces once a week. And we'll be host- hosting the, the space to grab some topics for the podcast specifically. Uh, if you guys have a suggestion, for example, I'm sure next week we'll touch more on XLS20. If it's already released, who knows? Uh, we can do a demo, live demo. It's, we're all about uh, touching on the community topics as well. Yeah, like like Fabio said, we'll do the 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 space before that we film the podcast and then you guys can tell us what you want to hear about, what updates you want to get notified on. We should talk about um, Bob's tweet. Uh, about uh, having the community for marketing. Yes, we're going to have more details about uh, the event we're going to be hosting online. And we basically want to call all influencers, marketers, PR managers that want to contribute uh, to Solgenic creatively. Uh, we're going to have a brainstorming session. We'll, we'll, we'll have some more details coming up on a, on a following tweet, but I'm excited for that. We have a date actually. Um, it's probably going to be on June 1st but we'll confirm on social media, as we said. I think that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.